Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barfast Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have another Q&A podcast. We have three questions today, and they're a little more, I don't know, personal, individual. Yeah. I I don't know. Philosophical. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. Not really. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one. Cool. All right. What's the first question? All right. This one is for Katie. Katie, why do you do so many bodyweight movements for your upper body? (laughs) This is such a funny and weird question um, because I like it. (laughs) Um, I also have specific goals that require more like um, those calisthenics based movements. Um, Me personally, like training this way, I've never felt stronger. Um, And I feel like a lot of people have this stigma around bodyweight movements. Like I remember when COVID first hit you know, people were like so afraid they were going to lose all their muscle because they had to do body weight at home workouts. And it's really funny because a lot of my clients, I had to switch to just, you know, home home workouts and they didn't have any equipment. So I programmed, you know, body weight workouts for them and they got way fucking stronger. And they realized that once they got back into the gym, like all of these movements carried over to their like to, to their main lifts, like squatting, bench pressing, all that. So calisthenics for the upper body is way more effective than you think. Um, you can manipulate just like the smallest angle or level lever on your body and you can make the movement twice as hard. So like, okay, take a push up for example. You can, you know, if you're pretty good at push ups, like let's just say you can do a solid 10 push ups with good form. You can, you know, it, to progress push ups, you can do more reps, but you know, how many reps are you going to do? Like you're just going to do like three sets of 100 reps of push ups? Probably not. So to progress this, you can make it harder. So, literally just protracting the shoulders the entire time like kind of like a pseudo planche position if if you don't know what i'm talking about look it up but a planche is basically like you're you're lifting your your lower body off the floor and you're just like stabilizing with your arms straight so it's really fucking hard it's pretty crazy um but so you're having that position at the shoulders but you're doing a push up the whole time so just think like your upper back and your shoulders are protracted or rounded forward it makes it twice as hard you guys so like honestly if you could do 10 solid reps you'll probably be able to do like maybe three to five reps in this position but you'll get stronger doing this it's just a way to progress it and that's just one that's just one example for me right it keeps training interesting for me personally like training i i mean heather knows i power lifted for a couple years i got bored i olympic lifted for a couple years i got bored Mm -hmm. then i found my coach who kind of specializes in this way of training and like we still do i still do weighted movements for my upper body it's just the majority is is this calisthenics you know type of training mm-hmm. um but training this way i've never felt stronger like physically literally like i've never felt stronger i could barely do a chin-up three years ago and now i could do weighted chin-ups for like five plus reps like it's it's pretty crazy and it, it honestly is just training training them consistently but it's just like the the style of training that i have now that my coach programs for me it just keeps it really fun and i have more goals that I can work towards achieving like there are so many cool gymnastics slash you know body weight slash calisthenics whatever you want to call it movements that are really fucking hard to get that I can continue to work towards and it takes years to get these movements so the the funny thing is too like before Katie started doing the body weight movement like I <laughs> Not that you were small, like, like hey, your shoulders. What are you and trying to say? And yada, yada. Mostly like your shoulders and your back, but like <laughs> th- your shoulders and back have just like blown up yeah. since you've d- been doing all this body weight stuff. Like, yeah, like it's crazy. And yeah, it's awesome. I think a lot of that was training handstands. Yeah, that was my sure. one, my number one main goal when I f- hired my coach. I was like, I want to be able to do a handstand because I remember one day we were at a gym in chicago and i was just trying to kick up and i was so terrified of being upside down and yeah. you were doing it against the wall and i was like 
damn, I'm never going to be able to do this. So I was like, you know, I started like, you know, following some people and in, in watching these movements. I was like, man, this is really cool. So I just made it a goal to do it. And now I could kick up and hold the handstand. And I think that's a, that's one of the reasons just being on my hands more. I mean, my shoulders have to be strong enough to support my entire body weight. Right. Um, and to stabilize myself on my hands. So there's a lot of load in the shoulder and it takes a lot of skill to hold yourself, too. So, yeah, I didn't even like do it for the aesthetics, really. But they just happen to be a really nice <laughs> fucking nice side effect from it so um yeah and just like being strong at like dips and and chin-ups and handstands like all these like more skill-based movements or at least what i think of as skill-based movements they're just so much more fun to progress for me personally and maybe that's you maybe that's not you but i definitely think people in general should be able to do a push-up or a pull-up for sure like I mean, those are body weight movements. I think that it's really important to be able to do that and to be able to like push or pull your own body weight. Um, but also all of these movements, these body weight or calisthenics movements, they carry over to your weighted movements. Like I don't train bench press consistently, but I could go bench right now. And I bet you that I would be stronger than ever, especially if I started training the bench press more consistently. Like if I were doing it weekly while continuing to, to, to build up these more body weight focused movements, I would probably get strong as fuck at bench press because like when you're doing these, these body weight movements, you're, you're not only training just like pure strength, right? Like you're, if you're doing like a bench press, like that's just like, okay, you're throwing weight on the bar and you're getting stronger. Yeah. There's, you know, a, some stability component, right. With your back and yada, yada. But when you're doing more of like, like dips or pushups, you have to literally stabilize your entire body while you're doing it. And you're getting a lot of a lot more stress on like the tendons and the ligaments around the joints. So you're just going to feel way more stable when you go into these weighted movements. And that's the coolest carryover effect that I've seen. But like, I have made crazy aesthetic gains from this, which I wasn't I'm not saying I wasn't like trying to but it wasn't my main goal. But also like the strength gains have been insane. And that's why it's so fun for me. And it keep it just keeps me showing up to training. And I just have all these goals that are there. I don't want to say it's like not frustrating because my training uh, like leading up to a handstand that was the most frustrating time I've ever had training in my life but it's literally the most rewarding thing I've ever done and it's just so rewarding every day when I kick up and practice a handstand I'm like holy shit I could do a handstand right and Heather used to make fun of me so for being afraid of falling on my face so yeah how do you feel about body weight movements I hate them like push-ups <laughs> or pull-ups or okay wait wait, wait. so okay I love showing them off I hate training them that's so lame. Like, how are you going to get better at showing them off if you don't train? Them? I know. That's why I don't get better at showing them off. This is why I have to for I force her to do pull ups. I'm yeah. like, come on. You used to be like really strong. I used at to be able to knock out like 10. Yeah. But Let's I was go. also really small back then. And it, it's a little easier to, you know, move your body weight when it's smaller. But also, I just used to train them more. Yeah. So okay. anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Ooh. Okay. I'll ask this one okay. since it's for you, Heather. Yes, it is. Heather. How come you don't power lift anymore? Ooh, I feel like it's a loaded question. <laughs> Ooh, we do Ooh, that every yeah, question, we do. don't we? It's a good one. Um, okay, so there's a lot of reasons. Um, so I do still train-ish squat, bench, and deadlift. Uh, there, there's some like some of my favorite things to train. I just typically do different variations or something that's a little more comfortable. I'm not going at super high intensities. Um, You're not competing anymore. Yeah, I'm not competing anymore. Yes, exactly. So... I, I guess the reason I'm not competing anymore, um, there are a lot of reasons, but one of them was that, um, I had a big career shift and so I competed in powerlifting for what, seven years, yeah, long like time, that? long time. Um, and I think it was 
was it after nationals? Was that my last one? Yeah. Last, last year. year. Yeah. Um, so I, I did, you know, get that American record that I was so proud of, um, that I'm sure is like super gone now, but, um, you know, I had these goals and I felt like I hit some of them. Um, for the most part, I never really had huge lofty goals for powerlifting. I just never thought that was super healthy. Um, because, you know, to get to that point, um, I'm a natural athlete as well. Um, you know, there, I, I was to a point where if I wanted to reach, some crazy lofty goal, my training would have to get way more intense. I would have to get more frequency. Like there were a lot of things that I would have to sacrifice that I didn't really want to sacrifice. Or you'd have to take drugs. Yeah, exactly. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Well, and I think, I think I still, I don't think I even came close to hitting my natural like yeah. abilities, you know, it was yeah. just the amount of training, um, that I would have to do in the focus and the, in the nutrition and all of the things that I really didn't feel like were aligning with my life at that point that, that kind of happened. Right. And I was going through a career shift too, or I went through a career shift. Um, and I think that now I'm just like really busy running multiple businesses and, you know, trying to keep everything afloat. And I just don't think it aligns with my schedule priorities or priorities yeah yeah what i feel like what people don't realize when it comes to like competing in powerlifting or bodybuilding or whatever strength sport or a sport in general like it pretty much becomes your whole life yes like yes. and i think you had the time because uh, a lot of those competitions were tw- what was that i think it was 2020 and 2021 so mm-hmm. covid height mm-hmm. so you had a little bit more time right mm-hmm. just because you know like yeah we were well and even home. before that i was working in campus rec and you right know, i worked where there was a gym and i mean i do now too because i'm at home but like it just wasn't the stress level wasn't there yeah. as much. I wasn't running multiple businesses or working in tech and yeah, it's just a lot different. I just feel like, yeah, there's, I don't think you could ever for what we're trying to grow and build right now. I really don't think you could ever manage your stress as you know, well enough to be able mm-hmm. to like hit these, you know, maxing out numbers that you like that your natural ability, like that you could achieve as right. far as like in a natural you know, competition. I do think that like I say, I'm retired, quote unquote retired, <laughs> retired, but I am thinking maybe like once I hit like is masters in powerlifting 40. I thought it was 35. Or it 35? So that's I like literally look. five days from now uh, <laughs> or six days from now for you. <laughs> I'm going to check. Um, but at some point I'll probably come back and do a master's meet. Cause why not? Why yeah. Not? But like, it's, it's not cool. And it'll just be more for fun though. I won't be on that level competing nationally or like elite, you know, and trying to break specific records, et cetera. I'll just be having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, like mm-hmm. when you're competing in a sport, it literally becomes your whole life. Yeah. Like, and it's like, that's kind of like all you think about, which is, which is fine if you have the time and the, the, you know, little stress that you do. Um, and it's definitely fun. Like it, yeah. it definitely is fun. Like, you know, prepping for a competition and, and the actual competition day is like kind of like electric. It's really yeah. fun, yeah. but also like it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. And um, I will say like at the time that I was competing, I was also coaching and it was really hard for me to like pay enough attention to my athletes and compete on my own. And I know some people do that really well, but I also had another job and another business and like, you know, so all of that going together, I just, I didn't feel like it was fair to me or my athletes to split my attentions. And I did compete once in the same meet that like my team did. And that was hard. Yeah. That I was don't... super hard. Like, don't do that if you're a coach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, recommend probably it. Not the, I don't the re- best. recommend it unless yeah. you're doing like day two and they did day one, but even then, or no, I would do it the other way. Right. You yeah. have to be on day one and they'd be on day two. Cause you'd be too tired otherwise. Um, but yeah, there, there is another reason that I kind of got out of it. Um, and I think that is, man, it, I, I go into it. Okay. It's I will important to talk bit. about, I feel like, powerlifting as a sport. I started it because I really wanted to like feel awesome and just, you know, lift heavy shit and be in community with people lifting heavy shit and feeling awesome. But what it became as I got higher and higher into it, um, 
was kind of the opposite. It became really clicky. And then it was about sponsorships. It was about who you knew. It started to become a little bit about what you look like even yeah, like there was super this weird. weird. Yeah. And I mean, I am in the lower weight classes, so I feel like there's something weird kind of there too with people and their bodies. And I, I don't know, it just got, you know, it just got to be too much. And I don't want to say toxic. I don't feel like it was there yet, but it could have gone there. Right. And it, that was just hard for me because I lost the whole reason that I got into it. And I didn't find the community that I thought I would find. Yeah. Like, I know it's it's probably out there. I'm sure it is. I know some awesome people in powerlifting, but I'm not anywhere near them anymore. And I yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. I remember when we first started powerlifting, like it was just, I, well, I was in college still and yeah. it was me and a couple of other like classmates and you started lifting with us and it was just really fun. And we fun. did our first couple competitions together and we traveled and mm -hmm. where did we go to like Iowa or some shit, <laughs> like some random ass yes, town in Iowa to did. compete. And it was really fun. But yeah, like I kind of felt that too. I, I got out of competing a lot earlier than you did, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I like went to competitions with you and I still like felt that atmosphere and environment. And I definitely agree with that. But I wanted to ask you, do you think that was just as for, um, like for the women, like on the, you know, in the mm, women's competitions, question. or do you think that applied to the, to the men too? You know, I don't know because I, I will say, I, I well, I will say the best competition was the B&W gym women's. Oh yeah. I, and it was only it women was competing. Cool. And I felt that that crew was just so supportive. so supportive and i never felt like that again at a powerlifting meet other that meet was definitely like every year was the best one and it was all women and so i don't know i mean maybe maybe yeah. women are better <laughs> I, don't I don't know yeah like i don't I, know what it is the more the athletes i saw with female coaches like i'm not i'm not trying to shit on male coaches here this is not what i'm doing but I just feel like it was more like the atmosphere felt more mm. inclusive. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I remember we coached a couple a couple clients at the 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 competition there. Um and just like everyone was cheering for each other and it was just mm -hmm. so fun. And yeah, I don't know. Like I guess you wouldn't really know as far as like being a man competing with other men in the sport. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you've had a couple of male clients, so I don't know if mm -hmm. you just felt that same same thing. But I can definitely say that you probably felt got some stares as a female coach <laughs> yeah. coaching these men. But anywho, yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to also touch on like just because you don't compete or someone doesn't compete in powerlifting anymore, it doesn't mean you don't do those lifts. Like right. you still squat, bench, oh, and deadlift. I love those lifts. Yeah. yeah like like everyone, pro you know, should do some variation of them. So yeah, like you don't have to powerlift to to do those movements. Right. So yeah. 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 And I don't want I don't want it to seem like I think powerlifting is like this evil thing and everybody in it is like a shithole. No, I, I really there are some awesome people in powerlifting. In fact, my old coach um, is amazing and Matt in Chicago and he owns an awesome gym um, and that whole community is just fantastic. So yeah. they are out there. I just wasn't I wasn't in touch with them anymore and I, I wasn't feeling that. So, yeah. And yeah. it's probably just like the higher you get, which you got pretty far in your powerlifting quote unquote career. Like, I feel like it's kind of an inevitable because you mm. are in a competition with other mm. people. So, and if yeah. you're not yeah, like that competitive, I'm not, yeah. I'm not super competitive with other yeah. people. I never have been. I didn't play sports. I'm very competitive with myself. But yeah, when you get to that level, that elite level, you're you're now competing with other people. Like we say, oh, powerlifting is all about you and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, no. when you get to that level, now you are competing with you're the trying other to break people. records. Like, and yeah, shit. you're. Yeah. And that that was hard for me, I think. So, you know, maybe that's just some yeah, personal could, stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that was a good answer to that question. Thanks. So, uh, yeah. OK. All right. Question number three. Last question. Ooh. OK. What is it like? being married and running a business oh someone wanted to trigger us huh <laughs> no um it's fucking it's, hard yeah you guys like it's not like all like 
chocolate and roses what what <laughs> sunshine and rainbows sunshine. chocolate and roses i like that better I, even though i don't really like roses but well i like chocolate. chocolate evolved anyways so down um yeah i feel like people just think like i mean we live this like amazing like stress-free life like first of all we do live an amazing life like we love amazing. our yeah. yeah we love our life together it's great but i mean being a partner in life and a partner in business what i've found and when this past like or these past couple of years we've really been growing and really been focusing on growing bar path and that I feel like, well, we've both been feeling like it's really hard to separate the two yes. because like we have meetings together, but then we also like eat dinner together. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, you know, we have a hard time finding the time to like turn it off. And we're, we're definitely getting better at that as far as like, okay, these are our schedule times. We're going to talk about the business. Yep. And then we have to actually schedule times like, okay, we need to go on a date or we need to like have a date at home where we're just like cooking dinner and talking and we're hanging out and we're just not going to work because it's so easy to default like, Oh yeah. Remember like, you know, X or so-and-so's payment. Like we need to do this with that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We got to do this blog. We got to do this podcast. Right. Because like, you know, my, my business partner's right here. So like, why would I not say it? But like, it's really important to, to have that structured time Mm -hmm. I've been finding. Um, yeah, it's again, it's just like turning it on and off. Like, I feel like when you own a business, you just want to like grow, grow, you know grow grow and grow it more mm-hmm. so it's hard to be off like i find that for me personally like i i'm always like you know touching base with clients and i'm like whatever time of night or whatever time of day i don't care but also like realizing it's important to have us time as far as like being a couple so yeah i think our business model makes it very hard because yeah we pride ourselves on like well, you t- technically pride yourself on answering clients like right away. Like it's pretty much 24 hours Yeah, within 24 hours of their workout for the most part, you're giving them feedback and like, and that's great. Like it's awesome. It's great service. And it, we're really proud of that service. But at the same time, that makes it hard sometimes for us to like step away for you to step away yeah, from that. And then definitely. vice versa with me, like I'm to the point where I probably need to hire some more people because, you know, yeah. I'm doing all of this SEO and this marketing and like, and I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of starts to take over. So yeah, that's the one thing I guess if, if anyone's who, who's listening to this and is thinking about starting a business or who, you know, if you're running your own business, the one thing I wish we would have known earlier is to scale quicker yes. as far as like creating systems to scale quicker, Yeah, which literally you guys, we started this business in 2016 as like a blog. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> we literally just basically started learning like what we were doing like a couple of years ago. So knowing what we know now, implementing that when we first started, we'd be a lot, you know, more successful yeah. than we are. Um, but it, and like, you know, partnership wise too, like we were, we would have been able to like figure out the whole like, you know, actually like dating each other, you know, sometimes and, yeah. and kind of not going so in, in the, in the depths of like, okay, we just need to grow this business. And that is the main priority. Like mm-hmm. also being a couple and having that time for each other is, should be on the same level as growing the business. Right. Because yeah. like, I mean, obviously it's important. We all know. So, well, and another thing to think about is like, if you think about couples and what their main arguments or fights or issues are about, I don't know the statistic on this, but it's I'm financial. sure there's one. It's money. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you're building a business, what's the main thing that you need to actually have coming in is money. And yeah. so, you know, that makes it hard too, because now you're talking about it on multiple fronts. Yeah. And like, I, I'll admit this, like I, there's a couple months or a few months here and there where you just you lose a lot of clients and you lose a few grand for, for your monthly income and it's like okay like we're okay but 
I get more stressed out. Yeah. And I definitely have been trying to figure out ways to manage that. Like that's a business. Like that's the downs of the business. Like there are very few ups, you guys. Like (laughs) Instagram is the highlight reel. Like there are the ups are really cool because it's, you know, consistent growth in the business, but there are a lot more lows in business Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to navigate running a business itself, but running a business with your partner where you're feeling those lows with your spouse and you're like kind of just exuding that energy and like, you know, okay, now we have to both figure out like, how are we going to fix that energy? But Mm -hmm. it's not directed towards our actual like partnership as a couple. It's more of like the business. So yeah, yeah, like we're not perfect. We're trying to figure that out still, which I feel like we've gotten a lot better at it, especially over these last few months. I would say too. And at least just even just talking about it helps, right? We're admitting that we're like, yeah, thanks for this question. Someone (laughs) whoever posted it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's Um, still, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, yeah, of so course. Freaking awesome. Yeah, like I would never <laughs> like. I mean, I know I just said like the lows are way more often than the highs, but I still but the highs are higher. Yeah, well, it just it's it makes it so much more rewarding, you guys. Like yeah. anything, anything that's awesome in life requires a lot of hard work, right? Yes. Like, I mean, basically what we talk about fitness in general, it's a lot of hard work, but it's so rewarding. Yeah. And I, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like. It's just, it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And I, I literally never thought I would be running a business and it's, it's crazy to where, like when we first started this to where we are now, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. And I'm doing it with my best friend. So Aww. yeah, yeah we're best friends. Like, par- yeah, partners, partners <laughs> in life, partners in business. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like most, well, I feel like most therapists wouldn't recommend going into business <laughs> with your partner, but here we are. We ain't going back now, nope, nope. but we're stuck. You're stuck I, with me. Yeah. I mean, maybe like if that's you, maybe talk to a therapist, but <laughs> <laughs> don't get marriage advice from us, but yeah, well, don't. you could. No. <laughs> All um, right. Awesome. Wait, I oh, okay. wanted to touch on another thing. Uh-oh. Do you think it's, do you think it's different be- because we're both women? Like that we're, mm, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I want to like, I wonder the differences between heterosexual couples who own a business together versus gay couples um gay like men and women like yeah. i wonder how that the, the dynamic, dynamic is, is yeah i don't know so i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that i would love to like yeah. chat about it's it it's just cool but i feel like we can we can navigate the more emotional discussions a little bit better yeah because, we, we're good at talking yeah we're good at talking it through whereas like you know stereotype i'm being gonna be very stereotypical here like a man and a woman i feel like maybe the man the man usually doesn't want to talk through like the emotions Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. but i don't know i could just be speculating like totally i don't know i don't know anyways just wanted to touch on that (laughs) it's a good question why not yeah cool awesome all right well i think that's it for today these were good so yeah good yeah. questions we like the personal ones yeah. you guys yeah keep them coming keep them coming we're good with it um if you'd like to if you like this podcast please share it with your friends it really helps write um, a review yeah give us five stars yeah we would if love you mean that. it or if you don't yes <laughs> i don't want your sympathy five stars <laughs> <laughs> awesome and hit us up on the social media yes. to ask us questions that place and, uh, join our Facebook group Stronger Than Your Boyfriend too that's where we're the most active so. yep. alright we'll see you next time